Hey there. Welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin Boone. I am so glad you have joined me on this journey of transformation. Walk in the Word is a podcast where we are learning to live according to the Word of God. Not only live according to His Word, but we are being transformed as we renew our minds in His Word. So, I want you to stay tuned. We have a great episode for you today. I pray that you are blessed and remember to share. God bless you. Hang on. I'll be right back. All right. Are we ready to go? We are going to be reading John three sixteen. All right. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Now, I'm going to back up, actually, um, because I, I want to go into something here. So in verse 14 and 15, verses 14 and 15. Now, this is Jesus talking to Nicodemus. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. And we know the King James is for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. All right. So there's something that uh, stuck out at me here, and it is John chapter three, verse 14. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up. Now, I want to stop there before I go to Numbers chapter 21. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. So we live in a broken and fallen and messed up world. If, if, listen, if you can't look around and see that just in your neighborhood or, you know, turn on the news, we are daily reminded moment by moment reminded that this world is a mess, that the people in this world, we are a mess. It's obvious by the news, by what we see, by what we hear, even by the way it's reported. Okay. So we're, we're just, we're just in a messed up place, right? And when did this messed up place start? (laughs) It started when Adam and Eve decided to go against the word of God, when they decided to rebel, when they decided to heed the voice of Satan as this voice spoke through a serpent. All right. So as we live in this fallen world, we must remember where it all started. And This fallen world is going to be over someday. It's going to all be gone when 
when it's time. And the Bible says that no man knows the day or the hour when the Son of Man shall appear. But we know that he's coming back. And we know that there's a heaven. We know that there's a hell. I know some people uh, declare, purport, whatever you want to say. They say there is no hell. That, oh, there's a heaven. You know, there's only good. There's only, when we leave here, there's there's all of this glory and happiness and joy and all of this. And no such thing as hell. Well, my Bible, the Word of God, declares that there is a heaven and there is a hell. Now, hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. At the appointed time, they're going to be locked up in there forever, for an eternity. It was not designed for human beings. Not designed for human beings, according to the word of God. But Satan does not want to get locked up in an eternity of torment by himself. And so he seeks those who will follow him. And many people have decided that they're going to follow Satan. Now, let me say that if the decision has not been made to follow Jesus Christ, to make him Lord and Savior of one's life, then that means the person has already chosen to follow Satan. It's either one or the other. I am so, so glad that the Lord found me right where I was. And I'm so glad that I made the decision to follow Jesus Christ, to make him Lord of my life, because it is a decision that we make. At some point, once we are faced with the gospel of Jesus Christ, once we come face to face with the knowledge or, or with the word that challenges us to believe or not to believe, and we make, the, we make that decision. So I wanted to um, just really talk about John 3 and then what Jesus said that just as in 14, 314, just as the serpent, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness and people looked and lived, it's the same way Jesus Christ was lifted up. When we look to him, we live. So let me read Numbers chapter 21. And I'm not going to read much, but just a little background. Listen, the um, the children of Israel were in and out of rebellion. God blessed them. They they received the blessing, they complained, they were want they were going through the wilderness. They were wandering through the wilderness. And at this particular time, 
God had given them victory, but they started complaining against God. And so God was upset because this wasn't the first time. And what he did was he sent serpents, poisonous snakes, and they bit the people in the wilderness and they started dying. The only thing that could save them was first humility, repenting, and the serpent being lifted up in the wilderness by Moses. So let me read this. Then they, the children of Israel, sent out from Mount Hor by way of the Red Sea to bypass the land of Edom. But the people became impatient because of the journey. The people spoke against God and Moses. Why have you led us up from Egypt to die in the wilderness? What's wrong with you? There is no bread or water, and we detest this wretched food. Then the Lord sent poisonous snakes among the people, and they bit them so that many Israelites died. The people then came to Moses and said, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Intercede with the Lord so that he will take the snakes away from us. And Moses interceded or prayed or stood in the gap for the people. So the people got upset with God because of the journey and with Moses and God dealt with them. And he dealt with them in such a way that they became humble, that they realized they were wrong. They realized that they were in sin, that they were operating with a sinful attitude. And they went to their leader and asked their leader, Moses, to intercede, to pray for them, to stand in the gap, to call out to God on their behalf. They humbled themselves. Then the Lord, verse 8, Numbers 21, verse 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, make a snake image and mount it on a pole. When anyone who is bitten looks at it, he will recover. So Moses made a bronze snake and mounted it on a pole. Whenever someone was bitten and he looked at the bronze snake, he recovered. There is a song, an old, I don't know if it's a hymn or, you know, just a good old gospel song. Look and live, my brother live. Look to Jesus Christ and live. We used to sing it years and years ago in the Baptist church, um, first church I became a part of. Yeah, look and live, my brother live. Look to Jesus Christ and live. It's recorded in his word. Hallelujah. Something, something. (laughs) So, yeah. So what they had to do, they had to look upon the serpent. And when they looked upon the serpent, they believed. I'm sorry. They were healed. It didn't say God took the snakes away. 
it said they would look and live. And one of the interpretations of it is saying that when they looked, there had to be belief or faith that when they looked, God would heal them. So it takes, it took faith for them to even look upon the serpent that was, that was, um, crafted by Moses and put up on the pole. It took faith for them to say, oh my gosh, I got bit. I got to look up and I got to live. If I look up, I'm going to live. That takes faith. It takes faith to look on a pole with a snake on it and say, yeah, I look there and I'm going to live. But because God said it and the people trusted Moses, then they decided that they were going to believe. So what does that say to us? When Jesus said in John chapter three, verse 14, that if we look that he, that he would be lifted up on the cross. What does that say to us? today that when we look to Jesus Christ and he's no longer on the cross y'all as most of you know all right so he said uh Jesus said in verse 15 so he says Moses just as Moses was lifted just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness so the son of man must be lifted up in verse 15 he said so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life so when we look to Jesus Christ we live not only do we live but we live eternally so when we look to Jesus and we believe in him, we have eternal life. That's such a blessing. And that is really an understatement, honestly, because it's more than a blessing to have eternal life with Christ. That's amazing. And so I I was thinking about this Christmas season and salvation and how I'm so grateful that God saw fit to save me, I want him to save everyone. And and that is God's desire because he said it is his will that no one should perish. No one. His heart is that everyone gets eternal life with Christ by being born again. Because We're going to live one way or another. We're going to either live eternally in damnation or eternally in peace and with our Savior. And it's my heart's desire that we, that you, if you have not already, it is my heart's desire that you look to Jesus Christ and live He was lifted up 
on an old rugged cross. He died so that we could live. That's an amazing testimony. The grace of God is sufficient. I I started out by saying how messed up this world is and how messed up we are without Christ. And when we come to Christ, it does not mean that everything is going to be peachy keen, that there, you know, everything is going to be great. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that as we go through this life, we have hope, we have an expectation, we have a savior, we have we have the holy spirit who lives in us. He is our helper. We have someone who intercedes for us. We have Jesus Christ who is seated at the right hand of the Father. The Bible says he ever lives to make intercession for the saints. We have an advocate with the Father. His name is Jesus Christ. And guess what? He's righteous. He's forever righteous. And this righteous son of God prays for us. Even when we don't know what to pray, we don't feel like praying. We can't pray. Sometimes it gets like that. Jesus is always making intercession for us. He's seated in the place of authority. And not only that, we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So we are covered. But when we don't have Christ, we are uncovered. We're not seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're just seated in this earth. We're sitting ducks for the enemy and his plans. But Jesus is saying, look to me and live. Look to me with faith and live. Live abundantly. Have the peace. And the. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that Jesus saved me. Life has not always been easy. There have been struggles. There will continue to be struggles. But the peace that passes all understanding, what God promised me as a child of the king, because I've accepted Christ, he promised the peace that passes all understanding. He promised the joy of the Lord that would be my strength. He promised that in my weakness, the Lord is made strong. He promised that his grace is sufficient for me. He promised that he would walk with me through the valley of the shadow of death. He promised That when I stand before my accusers, he would put his words in my mouth. He promised that if I call on the name of the Lord, I would be saved. If I call on the name of the Lord, he will hear me and he will answer me. If I pray according to the will of the father, he will give me what I pray for. 
If I keep my hands clean, if I keep my heart pure, if I keep my mind open, if I keep myself holy, he will hear me and he will answer me. He promised favor and blessings beyond measure. And things I can't even fathom. How can I have this peace? How can I have peace when there's struggle? Because God promised. And because he's living on the inside of me. And that's what he wants for every human being. The peace that passes all understanding. He wants there to be no more enmity. Between you and him. Between the unbeliever and God. There is a wall. There is a chasm. There's a gap. That only Jesus Christ can fill. Only Jesus Christ can fill the void in our lives. Only Jesus. And we need to look to him to live. Because every one of us that has been born into this world, was born in sin, shaped in iniquity, has been bitten by the serpent, has been bitten by sin, and the only one who can deliver us from sin can break the yoke and destroy the enemy's hold over us is Jesus Christ, his sacrifice on the cross, his death, his burial, his resurrection. That's it. There is no other hope for this world. There is no other hope for every individual. No other hope but Jesus Christ. That's it. And I know we can come up with all these other names of all these other gods, all these other idols. No. No, it's Jesus. It is Jesus. So choose to look to Jesus Christ so that you can live eternally with him, but live with him right now. Live with him right now. John 3.16 For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him or everyone who looks to him in faith will not perish but have eternal life. What a beautiful promise. So this season, this Christmas season, if you are celebrating but don't have the one that we're celebrating in your life, if you have not made a decision to follow him, to give your life to him, to invite him to become Lord of your life, 
then that's what this is all about. Now is the time. Today is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. Look to Jesus Christ and live. And when you do that, that'll be the best decision you will ever make. I promise you. All right. I'm going to leave it there. If you have made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, I would love to know. If you have made a decision, if you have repented of your sin and you've um, acknowledged that Jesus Christ is God and God raised him from the dead, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, I would love to know about that because that is a life-changing decision. And if you do that, if you have done that, and you don't have a place where you feel like you can go to learn the Bible and learn about God, a church or ministry, let me know and we'll try to find you a place to go. Okay, what a great day. What a great day to be the child of God. What a great day to be saved. What a great day to know that not only can you live in the eternal life now and in the kingdom of God now, it's a great thing to know. That when you take your last breath, you will be in the presence of the Lord. Wow. So be encouraged. Be strengthened. If you're saved, praise the Lord. Just take another moment to think about what he has done in your life. And I know there's some praises going up right now. (laughs) I'm sure of it because God is good. And what do we say? God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Even though our circumstances may not look good, God never changes. He is always good. He's always right. He's always holy. He's always just. He's always loving. He's always God. He never changes. God bless you. I pray that this episode has been a blessing to you. I would love to know. I would love to hear your testimony. I would even love to have you as a guest on this podcast for you to talk about how the word of God has impacted your life, how he is changing and transforming you. Yeah. All right. God bless you. Father, thank you for John 3.16. Thank you, God, for reminding us of your sacrifice. Thank you for reminding us that way, way back in the Old Testament, there's a shadow or foreshadowing 
of you, of your son, Jesus Christ. And that he would be lifted up on the cross. And we could just look to him in faith and believe that he is who he said he is. The son of the living God, savior of the world, the Messiah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for reminding us of why we celebrate Jesus. Thank you that we have hope and that we have hope in the return of our Savior, Jesus Christ. He's coming back for us one day. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I will see you on the next episode. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.